cliffcentral.com. Fashion Lab on cliffcentral.com. Welcome to the Fashion Lab show and thank you for tuning in again. My name is Lizo Gumbo Regisford, your host. And on today's show, we're going to be talking something very, very crucial, imperative for our businesses. This is social commerce. Now, before we move in too deep, just for those of you who are not familiar with this subject matter, social commerce is a subset of electronic commerce that involves social media, online media, uh, that also supports social interaction and user contributions towards assist online buying and selling of products and services. For those of you who uh, might be familiar with it, with this uh, with this term, it's the use of social networks in the context of e-commerce transactions. Now, according to Leo San from his article on the businessdictionary.com, small business owners should remain aware of the current business trends in the market in order to stay ahead of the curve and be ready to address rapidly changing demand. I believe in that as well. Um, if your business fails to monitor current small business trends, then obviously your company will be tied to obsolete ways while your rivals like Morag and like our special guests today prosper from more modern and efficient ways um, of doing business. We don't want to be in business just to survive, as we all, I hope we all know, but obviously we want to excel tremendously. And therefore, here are my top three business trends for fashion businesses to monitor before we move on to uh, the real juicy part of this show. Now, the first... Um, trend I think would be social network and while a lot of businesses including myself are caught up in our websites social networks like Facebook Twitter have steadily replaced and dedicated company domains with viral marketing initiatives now Facebook has sprinkled its like button and Facebook connect buttons all over the internet with an attempt to become the ultimate portal website and I think I would say successor to Google's throne. Then you have Twitter, who's also made information sharing instant and accessible over multiple flat platforms. The soaring popularity of smartphones and tablets has definitely made Facebook the first stop of many mobile users and small businesses and will obviously increase or already is increasing their presence um, through different promotions and viral initiatives on the site. Then my second trend that we can look out for, or we can try to also adapt to uh, our businesses is e-commerce. Now, especially for fashion, simply owning a website doesn't mean your company has now tapped the true potential of e-commerce. Um, companies in places like the U.S. have realized, you know, that traditional brick and mortar is costly uh, and I think that that's not just in the U.S. You know, you look around and you realize that online is the new is the new way, and 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 people are not going anywhere. When I have a conversation with some of my business friends, we agree that you know you just have to make your online presence visible and sharper in in the best way possible, and keep up as you go. So obviously, I think uh, for those of you who are still thinking about it, I think we need to get on it. The third um, trend, which is my top three, the third of my top three today is apps or I think I would also add on to mobile advertising now as the mobile internet grows smartphones tablets have become increasingly re reliant on mobile um, app developers for content I mean you've got the Apple's app store you've got the Google's Android market mobile apps and these are the new one-stop shop for mobile heads you don't want to be stuck trying to optimize a website for desktops and laptops on tiny little smartphone screens so I think because of that I'm also having these meetings around building my own app to kind of really just push myself and I'm actually having these conversations with our guest who's in studio today because uh, at the end of the day I always say you know if you don't get on this morning train 
evening train might not be passing by. Let's do things right and keep up. Or let's just go home. Seriously. <laughs> Now, on today's show, we are joined uh, by Maureen Stein, who will be engaging us throughout the show um, and later glamming up the show with her glam up for a dose of ma- makeup um, and beauty tips. Welcome to the show, Mark. Thank you, Liz. And uh, what are you wearing and what is inspiring the look today? Well, um, I think you, you've just given my secret away today for the, the didn't really feel like getting dressed very fancy today mode dot com. But, um, today I'm just wearing a really simple knitted sweater, um, with a nice black tights and a nice little ankle boot, keeping it simple. My hair slicked back out of my face and yeah, I feel good today. Nice. And the reds are, the lips are very red. She she convinced me to actually throw that on, on the way here. So, um, kind of mixed it up with some pink because she's very bright today. But, um, welcome to the show. Um, I'm also joined by our New York contributor, Edgy Benson, with his echoes from New York. Um, Edgy runs, uh, NU New York, which is a fashion services company based in New York, offering manufacturing, concept development, patent development, private label development and sourcing services to fashion designers across the globe, including myself. Welcome to the show, uh, Edgy. Thank you, Liz. And w- everyone? Everyone's fine. I think they just want to know what you're wearing <laughs> before we move on. <laughs> and what's inspiring the look and be creative, as creative as you can. Well, it's, it's fall, it's cold, so I'm wearing a jacket, a, a, win- a fall jacket and... And skinny jeans, skinny, as usual. As usual. <laughs> well, you know what? We love you anyway, so we'll let you slide um, on that. Now, for those, <laughs> now for those of the rest uh, uh, of our listeners who are tuned in, uh, just a quick reminder for you: I've got my favorite segment at the end of the show called "Who Would You Want to Dress and Why." So feel free to share with us your who's and your why's. We call that our red glass of wine. That's when we unwind after this serious conversations. If now, if you're tuning in for the first time and you have input around business behind fashion in Africa or you would love to join us on the show, please email us at info at fashionlabafrica.com and also obviously because we are talking social commerce we're actually on social media not doing too bad we are trying to keep up and I'm sure we'll be getting there so keep your tweets coming we're on Fashion Lab AF on Twitter share with us your your thoughts or your sentiments around this very compelling topic, social commerce Um, now today's show um, we are going to be joined, or we are joined by our special guests from an online platform uh, providing luxury products, which includes a s- skincare range, hair extensions, accessories, makeup, different expressions of art revealed through South African creatives. Now, they also stock men's and women's clothing, footwear, combined contemporary streetwear, cutting-edge sophistication with one-of-a-kind sublimely crafted products. FYI online vloggers and bloggers add a fresh new spin on marketing brands, products, and services by giving an end user um, experience. Now, this platform is quickly becoming a platform for young talent in South Africa. It's currently featured by some of the trendiest bloggers in South Africa, already having a total outreach to more than 40 million people worldwide in just six months. This is very cool. Allow me to welcome the founder of FYI Online, Christopher Augustine. Augustine? Augustine. Augustine. (laughs) Christopher Augustine. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much. And you look very suave. So before we go on, what are you wearing and what's inspiring the look? I'm afraid to say skinny jeans now. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, rub skinny jeans, um, just a normal shirt from Zara. um, And uh, yeah, my Versace belt. You just got to keep... I like labels. 
I and, really and, do. The, and the jacket? This jacket is from it's from Markham's. It's beautiful. It's just a nice, um, slick look. I tell you, Edgy, you've got competition. We're taking a picture and we are sending you. <laughs> but a, but you a bit of know. like informal, you know. <laughs> it's beautiful. I love the fact that you can throw skinny jeans and with that casual shirt and then just kind of like zhuzh it up with this a very beautiful jacket. satin. I mean, who does that at like two, what time? I know. Two and I want that I shirt. I it's think we're going to have to do swappies. It's beautiful. Um, <laughs> AJ, just be careful. I tell you, you know, you're not the only one wearing skinny jeans and working it. And, uh, um, but I want to welcome you to the show, Chris. Thank you for joining us today. We're also joined by COO and creative director Shivari Singh. Hello, who's everyone. also looking quite nice and bright. I don't know, Edgy, if you saw uh, one of our tweets yeah, just to sh- just to see who yeah. who we are talking to and how they look. But yeah. welcome to the show, Shivari. Thank you so much. And what are you wearing? What's inspiring that look? Um, oh wow, uh, I don't know if anything really inspires the look. I just love the color, the coral color, and it's I like light cotton because it's kind of hot today. But what made you wear the? I mean, you could have worn the blue one with pink dots. Um, Christopher and I have sleigh day. So today was sleigh day. So we had to put on our best outfits for today. Okay. So that's what's okay. Cool. Well, we'll, we'll accept you as you are. <laughs> it's, it's simple. It's bold. It's easy. It's, it's and nice. And Liz, what are you wearing today? Oh, thank you. Someone asked me what I'm wearing when oh. I decided to dress down. Today I'm wearing, um, one of my old, um, ripped jeans and uh some of this little nice denim cowboy boots um which i don't normally everyone knows i'm in the smaller in the highest stilettos and the skinniest and the highest stilettos normally and i'm just wearing like a peep shoulder um sort of little uh top because it's a bit cool today Mm. should i use cold or cool let's just stay cool um but yeah i'm also feeling very easy um and I just felt like, you know, I want to just, your boots, I just so. want to become, not that I'm never comfortable. I just want it to be just laid back. Anyway, you know what? <laughs> we, <laughs> we can talk about what we are wearing all day, but there's an agenda for this conversation today. Um, so Chris, I want to just go straight into, um, the work that you're doing. I mean, I want to talk about, first of all, the value of social, um, commerce to fashion brands, especially within the continent. But before we go on that, I want to just give us a bit of a background about why you're doing what you're doing with FYI Online. Um, I believe that you obviously, your success as FYI Online success gives us, um, you know, makes social media a core part of, of sort of your growth or your journey, yeah. which is still a very short journey because 40 million. It's a lot, eh? In six months. <laughs> Let's talk about, okay, so let's first talk about the demand from your offering and what value you're adding to the market through this platform. Basically, what's different about FYI Online is we are authentic and nothing is filtered, we are raw. So something that I love by is like FUBU's um, brand conscious, which they say for us, by us. So I make sure that everything that is on FYI is authentic and um, making sure that if you see something at FYI, you'll be able to relate to it. So instead of selling a product, we're selling a story. And I think that's what resonates with people. Uh, they, they, it, it touches their soul. And when they go into FYI online, there's something for everyone. And uh, the question that you asked me, like, why did I start it? Um, 
walking in Mabuneng and seeing one of the most phenomenal fashion designers and I said dude is your stuff online is it on Facebook is there any way that I can research you and he's like no, no. I don't know how to do that <laughs> like you know what is that all about and then eventually I took it upon myself to create a platform for South African people and make it completely free and make sure that they can emancipate themselves and they outreach to the entire world and show that South African people and African people, the continent is capable of so much and we have so much of talent to expose. You know, it's so impressive. Now, I want to just touch on the 40 million worldwide in just six months. I mean, it's very impressive. Did you see this coming when you set up the platform or is, you know, and then what is it that you're also doing that's setting you apart from other platforms that may also claim or kind of be operating with similar agendas? Did you see this coming? Not at it's, all. It's a very young company. Like, I, I just thought my mom and my sisters and some of my friends would like the page. I didn't expect to have, like, about 150,000 likes in such a short space of time. I mean, I released a video the other day and I have, like, 55 million, I mean, 50, 55,000 uh, views within, like, three days. And it's it's on my personal platform, but it's because I'm so... Uh, can, can I send you my video? <laughs> of course. You can send him any video. Anything. He'll make it viral for you. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh my gosh, Africa, if you're listening, I beg, just I say, I make, make you get up. You wake up. Eh? This is too much going on, but it's so refreshing. But it's also just from um, listening and seeing some of these platforms like F- FYI, it means that it is it's the truth. That is where people are. And it works. There's no, I mean, you guys just showed and proved just now that it's, it's possible. And in such a short period of, of time and in such an industry that's moving. So everything is moving when it comes to, I mean, social media, just the social presence alone crazy. is, is insane. And every day there's a new thing. And so you have to really keep up with this and make sure that you're winning. Otherwise you might be selling cakes. You have to be so next, careful next what you month. put out there. Your brand could be destroyed with one video or one status. Like, mm-hmm. you're done. Mm-hmm. And your brand can resonate with a video and a status. So it goes either way. You have to be so careful on social media. Yeah. Now, now I want to talk about collaborations. Obviously, strategic collaborations are a key element of growth, especially for smaller businesses. Do you guys have any collaborations or did you just start your thing and, and then you just... Like, are you working with anybody else? Are you collaborating with any? Um, we're actually a collaboration because when Chris started out, I'm more of creative than I am social per se. So when Chris started out, we decided to partner because we wanted to couple design with obviously the social strategy that Christopher had. So we always promote collaboration per se, which is good, I think, because I mean, it wouldn't have grown without collaboration. So for us, collaboration is an important aspect of what FYI stands for. So Shira, Shira, is it Shiravi? Shivari. Shivari. What are you bringing on t- to the table? So basically, in terms of how the platform works, so basically the operations behind... And your contribution, whatever it is. What, yeah. What, what, so what it's mainly just from the creative point of view. So we make sure that our online image is consistent and whatever brands we bring on board, we're obviously doing the background checks. We're ensuring that the brands we pull are brands that resonate with who we are, what we look like. It's also just ensuring that um, what we say and what we do um, from visually uh, an output of that speaks to what the brand is. So we can't say we are FYI online and we will guarantee 100,000 followers if we're not pushing that. So, I mean, obviously the content is so 
uh, any web Important. yeah content is just rich so in essence mine would be like producing the content for the FYI platform and then chris what are you bringing I just have visions and dreams, eh? He's just a I visionary. Just have visions and yeah. dreams. I'm like, we need to do this today. We need to do that today. We need live video. We need groups. We need a uh, model portal. We need, we need to emancipate this creative. We need to have more direction here. And, um, so far I've been blessed that God has given me good direction. I want to just say that, you know, for people who are listening as well, and, and when we speak, we when I ask these questions, I'm sure there's a million people who want to ask the same question. So it's good that we also have these conversations and also just kind of see where you're coming from. Do you have uh, some sort of background when it comes to um, just working from an IT perspective where you can be able to understand systems? Um, because anybody could sit down and say, I mean, visionaries are visionaries and we all wake up with dreams and visions. But at the end of the day, if I wake up to decide to start a sort of airline company and I have no clue about aviation and the industry itself, does that? So what, the reason I'm asking you what you, what you're bringing more mm-hmm. than that is to also understand your background because for you to get into a business like this, I'm sure somebody, one of the, of the collaborators or one of the people involved surely has to have some sort of, um, background in well, the IT uh, um, yeah, when I first started <laughs> like uh, when I first started I knew nothing about how to build a website even design a logo or <laughs> I knew nothing like I literally like I saw this guy in Mabuneng and I said I want to help him <laughs> and and I, all I did was I went in, uh, into the I, I enrolled into the University of YouTube and I Google and I YouTubed how do you build a website? <laughs> I promise no, you. No, you're, you're joking, right? <laughs> literally. literally. literally this when is... I met Christopher, he was designing on PowerPoint. <laughs> PowerPoint I, I, was his baby. I used to, I used to design on PowerPoint. And uh, yeah, and then I, he'd send me his PowerPoints and be like, look how amazing this is. And I would and like, like That's cringe inside just a little bit. I would just be like, what is this? So the first version, if you looked at the first version of the website, it looked, um, it's, it's not bad, but mm-hmm. everything had... If you had to get to a, to, to a subsection, you had to follow like five different links to get to like a blog. Cause I didn't know better, but, uh, eventually after learning myself, the thing is no one can really pull a fast one on me right now. Cause I, cause, cause I, I've learned from the ground up. Yeah. What? Every aspect and everything that comes out of FYI. You know, I, yeah. For me, um, in the industry that I'm in, I can really appreciate that because I've, you know, with what I do with makeup and hair, you know, mm-hmm. I've also worked from the bottom up. So mm-hmm. no one can, don't even tell me stories. Like yeah. I will put you in your place so quickly that you won't even know. So I think it's, it's important yeah. when something is your baby that you really have nurtured it like mm-hmm. it's your baby. You know, that's true, but I, the one of just like imagining myself sitting on YouTube for hours, I mean, like, trust me, I'm passionate too, but I'm like, <laughs> gosh, who can we call? I'll literally be on Komotsu's, look, uh, Komotsu's phone. Get, who can we call to do this <laughs> affordably? I mean, like, cause I'm thinking with all of that time, but that's really passion. Mm. And that's also for me is, um, it's, it's it's amazing. The people who are winning and who are moving are not sitting down, no, no. waiting on John, Pat, and Peter to come and help them. They're literally like, listen, I don't have much. I don't have capital, but we are going. We're going, mm-hmm. yeah. How you can say to me that you met someone in Mabuneng 
who had a beautiful. I mean, I'm like. You just you, inspired me. Then too. you should meet, but you've met me before. <laughs> I have, and, but, I, I, and I need to tell so you. So basically, this, why isn't he helping you? <laughs> no, but I need to tell you what you've inspired me to do. Like you've also inspired. I mean, the one conversation I remember I had with Liz. It, we have hours. Like when she calls me, we have like an hour or two conversation. <laughs> and the, the the things that that come out of our conversations are you would see it resonate within FRI. She'd be like, don't do this and do that. And you need to do that. And, you know, and she would like, and I would feel like I need to pay her after the consultation. <laughs> pay me. <laughs> Give me my money. <laughs> so, yeah. So it's yeah. interesting. Edgy, you're here with us. What are some of your um, uh, thoughts or echoes right now as we speak about Chris starting getting inspired by someone on the street and then going into YouTube and then like Googling his life away and like we here we are with FYI online 40 million users later I mean six months that is like the population what, of South Africa, <laughs> literally. Please share with us, Edgy, so that we can know that you're present and you're also feeling this conversation. No, it's, it's really, it's really proprietary thinking in a sense. Because yesterday I had a meeting with a friend of mine who, who has, she started a website. Um, it's not really a website. website. It's got, it's got online um, adaptability, but it's also a product that is a wardrobe. Uh, it's almost like a wardrobe building product, and it's it's just about styling people. So listening to Chris, I'm thinking, you know, there are some parallels there. It's it's really something that the industry is looking at as we go more and more virtual. Um, it's hotels are looking at something like that, platforms like this that can style people. A lot of a lot of travelers now they just want to travel light because through social media they can they can get everything they want at, at the locations where they are. And listening to Chris, I see, I see these parallels. And it's nice to see that something like this is happening in Africa too. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really cool. Yeah. Now, it's yeah. Really, now, really cool. I, now I want to go back to Chris. Um, when it comes to, obviously your business is a reflection of the power of social commerce. Um, how do you, what sort of criteria do you use to decide who's getting on your platform at this point? Which brands? I just use passion. Like, honestly, I, if you have a vision and you are hungry and you feel like you, 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 you leave it to me. I will market you. Leave that to me. Even you, if I come in with some funny looking things, those things that you kind of look at and you're like, my no, God. Then of course you don't have passion. No. No, There's no passion there. You, you know, those people are passionate too. The guys who have like crooked t-shirts, they're also passionate. They do the best. They, they, I think for them, they've done the best. They know. For the, yeah, How can you knock off their passion? Please, come on. Anyway, passion is expression. So exactly. <laughs> Fashion is expression. You see it in the work. Like, I mean, when I walked into Liz's studio, I mean, come on now. You can mm, see that. Mm. You can see it all over. So, I mean, you know, you know someone when they're, when they're serious and when they're hungry and they've been, they've paid their dues and it's their time to shine. And that's what I give them. I, if you give me your everything, I'll give you my everything. So how do you identify them? Because obviously we're living in an Africa full of like billions of creatives. How do you identify them? Do you like sort of have an application system online where people can apply or do you just spend your time on Google again? Because we are sure you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a master. We're very sure that happens. Basically, um, FOI was an online store 
and we used to keep all of the things that you mentioned, uh, but we have evolved into a social network because there are like a couple thousand registered users on our site and um, we're creating different portals for bloggers, vloggers, models, designers and the newest creation that we have is FYI Buzz. So FYI Business will basically be a directory of creatives. So it's LinkedIn for creative people because I felt like Yes, you have the advocates and you have the doctors and you have the professional people that are put on pedestals, you know, rightfully. But what about the creatives? I mean, everything that you see around us is creativity. What if I'm looking for a photographer in Cape Town and I need to do a photo shoot tomorrow? How am I going to get them? Well, you can log on to FOI, choose your location and find a photographer. You can check out his portfolio and all of those things. So we've become an online portal and a social network and what I've done is I've segmented the online shops to designers. So you will have a subdomain, like you will have your own subdomain and all of your stuff will be on there. So how you push it and how you market it and the direction you give me is what you'll get. You know what I was going to say, and I don't want to sound like a lazy person, but um, I think what happens sometimes is like that's a very, to me, it's a very crucial opportunity for someone like me who's in business. Mm-hmm. And another thing for me is I operate and I um, have this perspective around my business as always saying that, you know, whatever platform you get, if you're in really in business and you're an entrepreneur, whatever platform you get, you need to run with it. Because yeah. the truth is I can sit down and say, oh, well, I'm already here, here and here. And so I'm cool, which is a bit of ludicrous. I don't know. There's people who say that. They're like, we already have exposure. I'm like, are you mad? So my um sort of what I want to throw to you, um Chris, and I also want to throw it to Shivari is... When you give a designer that type of opportunity, for example, like give it to Liz, mm. it's beautiful. It sounds amazing. It's good. It's going to push my brand into your network, which I don't have. I mean, until I get on there, I don't have them. But at the end of the day, the minute you say to me, <laughs> this is just me, that Liz, I'm giving you all the tools, do what you want with it. I'm like, oh God, here we go again. Can they just not finish doing the whole thing for me? So I would rather pay a bit more to say okay. that if I'm on your platform, Please don't tell me you've, you left it halfway and now there's some things for me to do. I'm like, listen, I'm giving you everything on that note. Yeah. Take it and run with it and just tell me, Liz, uh, I'm taking X percent of sales and here is the every month we have a report and that's it. Because what happens is we are so busy chasing everything. Mm. I'm sure we all, I, I don't know about the others. And sometimes what happens is it becomes, it, to me, it falls on my to-do list, on on my admin list. And sometimes to a far corner of it where I just don't remember to do what I need to do. No, it's a chore. I'm like, I gave you the, yeah. I gave FYI this thing and they gave it back to me to finish something. <laughs> Why can't you just finish it? So we have different packages. <laughs> so, so we have, we do have, um, silver, gold and platinum packages that we are offering to, to designers. So if you choose a free option, you know, there's some work that you need to put in, into the, as I said, it's passion. So if you're hungry enough, you will do the work. <laughs> But then if you if you feel like you're too busy and you you you, you need it outsourced then you choose the package that and makes to outsource um, to you guys. Yes. Yeah. And so, we will do everything for you from uploading all of your images of your collection yeah. and pricing and description, marketing it on Facebook, Instagram and all of the other social media handles as well as FRI online and uh, engaging and we also we offer the design side of it as well. So I, I mean, I have a question now for someone like Morag, who's uh, a makeup um, artist. How do you do? You just push her visibility, or what do you? What? How do you work with a creative who's not selling 
a tangible product, but is Selling available, yes, to sell her service mm. and to just... Basically, uh, she'll be listed on the FYI Buzz uh, section. Uh, on the directory And then if somebody is looking for a makeup artist They'll be able they to look at her portfolio online They'll be able to see her Facebook, Instagram And all of her social media handles on her page And they can even book her online And music? FOI music <laughs> yeah, it, it, we, we did launch it uh, It it took off But I feel like it needs an app And I feel like it needs a subdomain And it has it just, uh, it's just a different, it's, it's a different, uh, story. it's a different ball game. So, <laughs> so that we're going to concentrate on next year, February. We, 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 we planned until, I think we have plans till next year, June. We'd be so busy. You know what, like, that's I, amazing. I have, have, um, go ahead. No, I was thinking, I have a question, but I can wait for Shirari to finish. That was Mara. It's actually me, Edgy. Oh, wow. oh, okay. <laughs> I'll your shine as well. It's Sorry. no problem. Um, you know what's amazing? Um, I, I mean, obviously, I've looked at your website. I know what it is, etc. Yeah. But you just cover so many platforms. Like, if that was me, I would be <laughs> like, bring the Xano out. You know what I mean? Every day, Chris adds a new one. <laughs> Every day I wake up, I get a message. He's like, wouldn't this be cool? And then it's I'm just like, so oh, it's crazy. Like, like, how, what I want to know is, how do you manage that? So I There's one sleeping. of you. <laughs> I haven't been sleeping. Like I sleep maybe two, three hours a day. Okay. I just, it's like when you're possessed by something, it's like I can't stop. I just can't stop. I, I do have Robert that works uh, for FRI Online. He's based in Messina where I used to be hidden away for a year. <laughs> and uh, he t- took a lot of the development side off my shoulders. But there's a lot of admin that needs to be done and contracts and sitting with the banks and all of those things. And now the banks want to know what we're doing. They want to get so involved with what we're doing because we're pulling in such a large demographic into FRI. Mm. And um, so, yeah, so it, it is hectic, but you know, you just don't sleep. Edgy, you can go ahead. I know you had something burning. Yeah, I, I wanted to ask Chris and Shivari. Um, so for you guys to to really be effective, I wanted to find out how, in terms of fulfillment, how 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 is that meeting up with your demands? Because here in the U.S., and I think in most of the countries, I mean, I mean for, for social commerce to grow and to, to really be effective, it has to be met by a, a commensurate growth in fulfillment, meaning companies that would warehouse and the, 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 the do your supply chain management and they can ship and deliver and handle your returns and refunds. Um, it, how does that work for you guys, being an online platform that also has uh, interest in selling uh, or helping designers sell their goods. Okay, we've outsourced our career services to like one of the best. At, it's Aramex, mm-hmm. and okay. they they offer insurance of like three thousand rand, and they have like we. we they, I don't hold back when it comes to collaborating with the best, because mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. I feel like uh, the FOI experience should be an exceptional experience. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't mean because we're from Africa and we come from here, we'll give you something mediocre. We should give you something that's on an international <laughs> level and even set and cast our eye on something that's even phenomenal. Why not be a world leader? Mm-hmm. Why not be a, send, a, a trendsetter? Mm-hmm. You know, so, so yeah, so that's how we take care. It's not in-house, it's outsourced. So you have no problems in, in that, in the fulfillment area? 
No, not really. Mm-hmm. But I think um, just to add on to what Edgy is saying, Edgy, um, what FYI is also doing or what I understand where they are right now is still within South Africa. Mm-hmm. So everything oh. when it comes to if there's any shipment involved in anything. It's not it's, international. Yeah. Not yet. And that is very, from a logistic perspective, that is manageable. Yeah. From an yeah. international perspective, as they continue to grow, they're going to have to plug in. They're going to have to, when you get there, just call me and just bring your money with you, honey. <laughs> Chris, that's to you <laughs> and Shivari. Fulfillment is such a huge component. I mean, companies like eBay and Amazon would be nowhere without fulfillment. So it, that, that shows you just how huge it is as a component of social commerce. And for you guys to have that already, it's, it's cool. But it's, I, I know it's a really big component. And you know, for African designers to grow as 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 commerce uh, kind of emig- migrates virtually, uh, migrates more and more virtual. I mean, you're going to need growth in fulfillment. So it's it's a big component that we need to develop in Africa too. But I'm happy that you guys have that at least covered for now nationally in in South Africa. And, and on that note, Chris, um, again, and Shivari, are you looking to penetrate into the continent? Because you know that as much as globalization is affecting the way that we do business and the way that we play these days, even from a continental perspective, I feel like we shouldn't even be having, when we are in business, we shouldn't even be talking South Africa, Kenya, Nigeria. We should be talking Africa, and then the next stage is the world, finished, yeah. the mm-hmm. rest. So have you guys thought about your penetration into the rest of the continent or is it just also your step-by-step, baby-step? Well, actually, I had a conversation with uh, Robert maybe two months ago. Uh, the site is already being globalized, meaning if you in India, it will be translated in, in your, your language. So um, it's very simple. It's just a line of code that takes to, to make the site global. And in fact, if you look at our Google Analytics, South Africa being our number one country, of course, like 69%. But 11%, the second country is United States. Hmm. Oh. Then followed by oh, India. Wow. Followed well, by India. By India, yeah. You see, the India um, fans picked up because one of the bloggers won a competition in India. And he was retweeted by Priyanka Chopra and all of these massive Bollywood stars. And before you know it, we got about <laughs> 50,000 likes. <laughs> From India, and yeah. we were like, What's so is that a contribution to the the massive growth? <laughs> the massive growth. <laughs> is who retweets it? Who retweeted it? And everyone was like, "Who is this FYI online?" Like everyone in India was probably, "Who's this come?" And you'll see a lot of people that's commenting on our stuff is from India. Now, my question is also with your FYI online platform, the link to other social um, networks such as Facebook, which are the big ones, Twitter, Instagram. Hmm. How does that work? Do you guys, are you, are you, do you have your links on active and are you making sure you, you allow users to actually interlink Everything and shareable. penetrate into there? Okay. Everything on FYI is shareable to almost every social network. But also on that note, I think the channel will decide the content. So if it's Twitter, obviously it's text. If it's Facebook, obviously you'd want a little bit more than that. So I think it's important that your the channels you're choosing is content ready. Like you need to have content for it. You can't say I need to be on Twitter if there's no need for it. Because if you're not pushing the content for that, 
you're doing yourself a disservice. You mean the 140 characters or is there something yeah. else? Yeah, 140 characters. Of but text. And Instagram yeah. is completely visual. visual. Like, I mean, so. you don't need to have a lengthy status on Instagram. Mm. It's it's very, very visual. Mm. And <laughs> I, I, Yes. And I think that what happens also that one of the things that also needs to happen is, um, especially the fashion businesses here in the continent, they need to, people need to educate themselves and understand that. And educate themselves mean, I'm tired of saying you need to be educated. Go educate yourself like Chris. Because he went and Googled and YouTubed himself up to where he is. But the truth is, find out and understand that you shouldn't be, for example, putting up a picture on Instagram, which is a very visual platform, and then you have the share thing, and now you're sharing it to Twitter as if you think people have time to now click and wait. We don't. There's no time to click and wait. So I think... Um, what people need to do is also treat each, understand each social media platform just so that we can get the best leverage out of each. Otherwise, you, what are you, you what are you doing? Yeah. If you know that yeah. Instagram's your biggest, um, sort of platform, focus more on that and continue to build. I think actually that's my two cents and I'm not yeah. the one who's got like 10 million followers, but I'm trying. So don't even worry. But I think what I'm saying has some, course, some, yeah. some backbone to it. You know, if you're on Facebook, I call Facebook a village because I kind of find it like, a bit of a village but you know the, and this is no offense it's just like when i look at my industry my energy i always find that instagram for me is the most there's just like a very different affair to to facebook, facebook. and what i've also realized as much as i'm saying uh, advising um uh, social media um users on how to also focus and understand the different platforms so you leverage and maximize on each for what it is I find myself doing my Instagram. I focus, I paint it yellow, green, put all the beads on it, and then too lazy and tired to just go to Facebook on its own. So there comes my share. Mm-hmm. Then it arrives on Facebook. And then there is Facebook looking at me like, you crazy woman. We already told you not to do that. That's not good. <laughs> then you have your, your 10 likes and you wonder why <laughs> you have your 10 likes and you're stuck on 10 for the rest of the month. So I'm just saying that it's uh, just my extra two cents is to also help people um, pay attention more to which platforms work for you. And then to also try not to share everything all along. It, it's, yeah. it's all different. It's all different platforms. But also... On that note, um, your platforms, obviously you draw an audience because of the t- stuff you're posting on your platforms. So, I mean, if you have a large following on Instagram, it would be because of your visuals. But then your Facebook audience may not be the same type of audience. <laughs> so, I mean, we're sharing content that people are seeing. If Chris shares something from Instagram to Facebook, I'm like, I already saw this on Instagram. Why would I want to see it on Facebook? So, I mean, we're not really planning or strategizing for the content we're sharing. It's sort of just like, I'll share it once and it's fine. Like yeah, the same content. Because we have to share across yeah. every social network because people need to see it 10 times, you know? Wow. And it's the same message. For our listeners who are tuned in, um, our lines are open, but we are also on Twitter, which is uh, very good for us. We actually realize that we really, on this show particularly, we really push out tweets because we've realized that there's a lot of conversations that happen for people who are tuned in on the show. And then on the post or on the pre-show, we realize that the visuals actually help on Instagram and Facebook mm-hmm. because I don't know what it is, but there you go. So, but you, you know what? It's so nice, uh, for you guys to join us, um, in studio today. It's also very nice. And I think it's very important that we're having this conversation. For those of you who are listening, you're open to, you know, you're welcome to share your thoughts, uh, and, uh, you know, just your echoes like, like edgy and let us know what you're thinking and why and what we can also, um, you know, consider as we go through, uh, all the changes. 
um, in this industry and this world and technology and everything. Um, but before we move further, I would love to reintroduce our lovely Morag Stein here, who is going to glam up this show right now with the dose of her makeup and beauty tips and whatever she has cooking today. And uh, and for those of you who are listening, I mean, tune in and, and keep it locked. We hold it down here every Thursday, 2 to 3 Central Africa time, and we love to talk about this because we want to see the industry move ahead. Welcome. And there we go. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much, Liz. <laughs> um, so let's just go right into it. The lipstick color of the week is actually called Full Speed Ahead. So I think for all of us sitting in studio today, <laughs> it's coming to the end of the year and we are moving full speed ahead and, you know, getting on with life and, you know, getting on with social media and everything. Um, it's a MAC Cosmetics color. Um, it's a Sheen Supreme texture, so really creamy on the lips. I mean, you can see the color. It's like locked in. It doesn't move. Um, and then there's things I actually asked Liz before the show. I said, what, what is in your kitchen? <laughs> what is kept in your kitchen that can help for stretch marks and cellulite? And she kind of looked at me like, what? Are you crazy? So as you said, Liz, we are cooking and brewing today. Um, so <laughs> let's just, um, clear up the two body beauty myths. Um, that stretch marks are hereditary and fat creates cellulite. Both of these rumors are completely false. Let me just tell you that, ladies, because you can be super skinny and still have cellulite um, and stretch marks, obviously. So the truth is that good nutrition is what will keep your skin elastic and firm and poor nutrition will lead to premature aging. When it comes to stretch marks or cellulite, keep in mind that what happens on the surface of the body is a direct reflection of and breakdown of what is occurring beneath the surface. Um, contrary to popular belief, skin imperfections like cellulite and stretch marks actually are the sign of a nutrient deficiency. And, you know, after doing some research in that, we all know that collagen is the substance of what gives your skin structural integrity. So, you know, if you're looking at uh, you eating McDonald's every day, well, you know what, you might be 50 pounds, but you're still have cellulite and stretch marks, literally because there's nothing to support your skin's elasticity and you know, anything for your skin to build up collagen. So to keep your skin soft and, su- and supple, avoid pro-inflammatory um, foods followed by the principle of acid and alkaline. So normally when you, you have a lot of cellulite or a lot of toxins in your body, your body is very acidic. So you want to complement it with things like alkaline powder, which I think every person should have in their cupboard. I mean, it's excellent for babies. Uh, where do we get that? <laughs> any health shop, any retail store. It's literally like you can get it at like any retail store, any grocery store. Sounds um, like battery powder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it is kind of because oh, you need it to, to keep you going. Um, so, you know, um, also, um, these things, you know, alkaline powder helps boost energy, um, helps dry and damaged skin, promotes hair and nail growth, and also obviously many other benefits. Um, and then the getting back to what you should have in your kitchen is gelatin. Jelly actually <laughs> helps and rebuilds collagen. As jelly as jelly looks. Jelly, you know? jelly, jelly. You actually yes. think as you have it, you're going to wobble. I mean, like. <laughs> so, I mean, for centuries, it's widely been known that gelatin has many healing powers. Ordinary gelatin, well known to reverse inflammation, soothe joint pain, boost energy, help damage skin, hair, nails, and many other benefits. And the sad thing is that not many people know that such a stupid, simple thing actually does wonders, you know. (laughs) And then getting back to the brewing and cooking, what we were also talking about before the show is something like chicken feet and fish heads and fish bones. (gasps) 
These things actually contain the highest content of gelatin. So the things that we don't eat, like a chicken bone, or I'm not saying gnaw on your chicken bone or gnaw on the fish head, <laughs> but you can make things like stews and broths and, you know, and that is pure gelatin that you're eating. So to really rejuvenate, um, you know, your skin and that. And I've actually got one of my clients who's actually been using pure gelatin for two months. And I swear to God, her stretch marks are gone. No jokes. Oh. It's like a wonder power. So, yeah, keep those gelatins in and keep brothing those fish heads. And <laughs> chicken feet. And chicken feet. <laughs> Maybe we need to um, have chicken with sausage. Because mm. then curry. you wouldn't know. Oh, no. That was, that was Komatsu's idea. That's pushing it. Because it means the fit will still be standing there with the clothes looking at you like that. And the then, body. you know, it's obviously something, um, as you know, I can talk about it for days. Um, I will post everything on my social media platforms. And it's at Moragstein. That's M-O-R-A-G-S-T-E-Y-N. Thank you. <laughs> Anyone for chicken fit? Uh, gelatin. What? What are not, you? What, not today, thanks. I think I not think it'd today. be nice to know what each one. We'll start with you, Edgy. What are you gonna have out of the the options that were thrown on the table for? Well, Edgy doesn't have stretch marks. Maybe and, and maybe maybe chi- maybe chicken bone. No, uh, uh, no, there was no chicken yeah, yeah, bone. Yeah, chicken bone. <laughs> I mean, yeah. oh, category. Okay. Chicken and bone. and Chris, what are you having? I'll have the jelly. I think the jelly. The other thing about jelly, like when you've gone into hospital for an operation, think about it why they give you jelly because it's got such huge like healing properties. I just always wondered when I had my surgery, I had so much jelly. I was like, are these guys broke? Like, can we just get the cheesecake? (laughs) Is it a a a cheap form of like? Anyway, guys, it's so nice to have you. Thank you, Morag, for the um, glam up. That's some really interesting tips to think about. I thought about seaweed, and she was like, no, not your kitchen i was like okay cool <laughs> but let's just leave that there because that wasn't a part of the the menu no, choice no. um chris um thank you so much for joining us thank you so before we even wrap up and go straight into a who would you want to address and why how can our listeners connect with you uh you can go into www.fyonline.coza and same handle on facebook twitter instagram snapchat and the rest fyi online and Shivari, maybe you could do a last parting shot on uh, your advice to the African fashion industry, who's obviously um, on the go and 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 also interested in growth. But some of the things we need to obviously apply in our businesses are some of the conversations we've actually had in here. Do you have any parting shots for Africa, or maybe Chris? Mm-hmm. In essence, per se, business-wise. I think it's not always about like just pushing products and services. I think there's a huge demand for people to be more human centric. So understand your people. Your page doesn't always have to be pushing a product and service. Sometimes it can just be about you and people will like buy into that lifestyle. Well, lifestyle. Are you guys telling people to, st- to start that again? I mean, we're just trying to stop people from having their selfies. 10 selfies a day is enough. No, I'm not, like, no, not, not like that. that. <laughs> not like that. Not, not like that. And nobody want to see your Nobody want to see the day. selfies. <laughs> well, thank you guys for joining us on the show. Um, Edgy, thank you for your contribution. We are running straight into the who would you want to dress and why. Uh, and we're going to start with Morag today. Because she has the brightest lips (laughs) in the house. Um, Today, I would actually, you know, in your career, there's certain people that you you have a list of, a bucket list of who you would love to work with. Um, And the past week that just went by, I had the amazing opportunity to work with Ruda Landman. Um, she, I mean, she's known for her sort of presenting and reporting on Carte Blanche. She was on the show for 19 years and. 
I actually felt a bit starstruck when I saw her, which is doesn't happen often with me. And what an amazing, amazing woman. So, yeah, I would love to dress her today. Very nice. Edgy, who would you want to dress and why? I was going to dress me, but I changed my mind. Edgy, 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 edgy. I want to dress Chris. Oh, okay. <laughs> nice one. You, yes. And and why? In a, well, I have. I think he could do a double-breasted uh, charcoal mm. peacoat really well with his, his skinny jeans. <laughs> Edgy, you're so like predictable. Like <laughs> we love you. Thank you. And um, we're going to go to Chris. Who would you want to dress and why? I think definitely Simon Carl. He needs a wardrobe change. <laughs> that black T-shirt with the blue he jeans. He got to go. So yeah, he definitely needs a revamp. And Shivari, who would you um, want to dress? Definitely Lady Gaga. <laughs> Why? Wow. Because I just feel like she's very like all over the place in terms of like her image, especially now. Especially now. Yeah. People so, don't get I her know, anymore. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know what's Where going on. Where did you go? There, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I know her designer though, so be careful. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I would want to dress. I had an opportunity to join the De Beers Women's Summit in Botswana last week. And I met some of the greatest African women doing amazing things. Now, the one that I want to dress today is 91-year-old intellectual slash educator slash diplomat slash politician, uh, Honorable Gausitwe Katie Chiepe, who was the first female cabinet member in Botswana in 1974, having become a specially elected member of parliament. This woman is 91 years old. I'll tell you some of the things. She's at every day walks four kilometers every day. I don't even walk four kilometers in a week, but I'm just saying. And guess what happened? We actually got on the dance floor and she boogied down and we just wow. broke no it down. Way. No, I'm so serious. And she so walks crazy. straight and she looks beautiful. She's 91. Is wow. she vegan? And she's, I don't know what she's doing, <laughs> but she's God, jelly. God, ble- God bless her. So back to the strong women thing. It's Amazing. like you said, it's yeah. sometimes you look at the strong women and like, I just want to dress her because first of all, I've never dressed a 91. Leave alone. I've never dressed her. You're not even 70. I haven't dressed a 91-year-old woman with that sort of energy, that power, that beauty. Um, she's the epitome of a strong, beautiful African woman who's holding it down still at 91 like nothing happened. So I want to dress her. Amazing. Otherwise, yes. Otherwise, for all of our listeners who are tuned in, we'd love to hear from you. If you would love to contribute or if you would love to share some of your thoughts, whatever it is, you know where to find us. We are on www.fashionlabafrica.com and Fashion Lab is on Twitter at Fashion Lab AF. We also go visual. You know, we never actually push out our other handles, but we're on Instagram and everything else at as Fashion Lab Africa. Um, think about your businesses and find ways to be able to apply this social um, commerce into your businesses because it's going nowhere. And the sooner you get a grasp, the better it is going to be for you. So let's go big or go home. Peace and love Africa until next week. Cliffcentral.com.